Hey guys, we're back for another AfterBuzz TV after show for Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. We're covering Season 9, Episode 5, Montcalm and Carry On. And we've got a special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'm yes. bad at dancing too, so don't give me a call. Dance it up. We'll dance it up. <laughs> we wanted to get David to dance. Yeah. I'm so self conscious when I go dancing. <laughs> We like two little robots. I'm walking in heels today. Walking, so tough. Walking in LA, something yes. that nobody does. Welcome back, guys. This is the AfterBuzz TV after show for Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. I'm your host, Erica Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby, and I'd like to have my co-hosts introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. I'm Natalie Tavidian, and you can find me literally everywhere at Natalie Tavidian. That's Natalie with the Y. What's up, everyone? I'm Nick Marty. You can find me everywhere, Nick Marty 13. Great. And as you can tell, sitting next to Nick, we have a special guest. Yay! He is one of the Hollywood Reporters, Hollywood's top 25 real estate agents, named on the Wall Street Journal's Real Trends list, an animal lover, father to three rescues, Maxi, Bella, and a posh. Oh, I posh, yeah. My is Mr. David Parnes. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so hey, much welcome. for being here. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Thank you for being here. We're Thank doing great. We're really excited to have you here today. I'm excited to be here. This is actually very Thank cool. Thank you. And yeah. this was a great episode for you to yes. join us for. Because we it? have a lot yeah. to talk about. Uh, yeah, it was I a see. good episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, like the, we like the drama. We yeah. really do. Yeah. And we're going to save the drama for the end, so you'll have to just stay tuned. We'll start with Josh Altman. Perfect. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> Getting out the way, right? I was going to say, you can kind of relate. Two weeks before his wedding, planning and everything mm -hmm. like that. Yes. How's that going for you? It's going good. We've actually, um, we have our venue and we are locked in for July of Congrats. next year. Congrats. Nice. Thanks, awesome. That's awesome. Thanks. You can give me a high five. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's like confirmed. It's in the south of France and... Uh, we're doing it at a really beautiful venue. It's called the Rothschild Estate. And it's possibly the best building I've ever been to in my life. Like we sell a lot of houses, but this one, it used to, it was, it's a house basically. Coming from you, that means a lot. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Like we went to, we went to Italy where I proposed in Capri last year. Mm -hmm. And it was nice, but then we went to Tuscany and we were looking at all the old castles and they have the views and, they're amazing. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just go to South of France quickly. We've got like a week. Why not? Mm -hmm. Let's just do it. I know. It sounds so <laughs> 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 I know. Let's go check this That's out. That's what Adrian said. She goes, why not? <laughs> wow. So uh, we went and then we went to this venue, this one venue. I said, when she actually looked it up, my dad said, you've got to go and check out this one venue. And we did. And it felt right. That was it. Nice. Yeah. Lucky That's lady. That's kind of Wait, and how many venues had you checked out? Like a lot. Like okay. probably like. I don't All know, in, in Europe? Capri, maybe like five in, uh -huh. in Tuscany. Yeah, in Italy as well. In Tuscany, probably about... What a burden. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was, but you say that. It was amazing, but it's like, I guess it's like going on viewings. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. You're not yeah. looking mm -hmm. to buy. You're looking to just rent for one night. So I can kind of relate. Because I do the same thing night. with grocery shopping. I like go to a Ralph's. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'll go to a Kroger. I'll be like, no. I live a life like <laughs> that, too. <laughs> you know what you need? You need Postmates. <laughs> that, I heard about that. I heard yeah. about it today. You can order everything at once. It's like, I've had three Postmates 
nice of me to plug Postmates. Yeah. But <laughs> I've had three Postmates coming at once to my apartment. And then Adrian next to me has had another three Postmates. Oh, like, from no all way. Different, we've had like six restaurants coming. Oh so I, yeah, we go crazy. Yeah. Only if you could have the venues come to you that too. Everything That would be very cool. Yeah, that would be really good. I mean, one day with like virtual reality or something, you'll be able to travel without even being there. I like that. That'd be not cool. as fun though. Yeah, they, Definitely they not, said why not? They wanted to go. Yeah, they wanted to get yeah. on a plane. But wanted I was going to say, store, why not? I think anyone would be like intrigued, right? It was yeah. like no more like twelve-hour flights to London from LA. It's just like. That's almost what, yeah. like on this episode, actually, yeah. we saw Heather, Heather, yeah, give a virtual tour to yes, yes. Yeah, one of her clients. clients in yeah. Boston. Yeah. I that, can't do it. Great. I tried. I really Boston. tried. Boston. Boston. <laughs> you could do it. I can't. She did a good job, actually. She, yeah, yeah, really she good She did, job. yeah. Do you Boston. give a lot of, like, FaceTime showings? We, we've done We've done a couple, actually. Mainly with, um, we've had a business manager come into one of our listings. Uh, actually, it was Delphine, the one in Bel Air. Mm-hmm. For right. that was on episode one mm-hmm. and featured on two. Baby. Um, exactly, Manny. He's he's such a good guy. I'm a big big fan of him. He really is. He's a good, we're still working with him. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm oh interested. I had a. And I, want make it, and I want to make it very clear that Kelsey is actually really sweet. She's a good girl. Mm-hmm. She really is. And we're still working with her and she's cool. And we're going to sell that house very soon. We had it leased out so we're ready to rock and roll. Very nice. But my ADD has taken me completely you away from here, what we're talking about. <laughs> no, that, that, he I'm answered back. a question before. I had the prediction about it a while yeah, ago. Yeah, we've been making predictions I've been saying the this. guy who leased it out, yeah. is the he's going to either buy it or you're going to sell him a house. Uh, possibly, yeah. Well, it was actually Look a couple of tenants. It, it was leased out again, so it was leased out uh. twice. Um, but yeah, Manny was going to move back in afterwards. Okay. But we're getting close. Good. We're getting close. That's awesome. Yeah, but back to my point. We did a FaceTime call with <laughs> with a uh, business manager for a celebrity. So we've done that quite a lot of times, okay. and it's really effective. I mean, it's it's amazing. You can see so much. Can they get that whole feel of that huge property? I don't know if they in like experience the full experience, but uh-huh. it, pr- it gives a pretty good idea of whether they would want to do a second showing or a first showing mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it would really like it's more so than just photographs that you see on the MLS or mm-hmm. you know anything like that and it saves them like you're saying before it saves them a trip yeah out here. it's like the definite no turns into a maybe or a no do you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. like whereas before it's like it's a bit of a risk for them to show up to a house yeah. when they're so like these people on this level you probably save more time, time that way yeah absolutely and yeah. I think in that respect it's kind of like it helps them narrow down their choices mm-hmm. um, so that their time's better spent and I have to say it's pretty cool actually even with FaceTime incorporated with social media actually off camera we were talking with James about mm-hmm. he was like talking about how he was really learning social media and using it yeah. in a positive way for advertising all the properties and so it was pretty cool this episode we after we talked with James about yeah. it now we get to see that there was so much push on Instagram oh, and yeah. one of the people who showed up actually said I found the house on yeah. Instagram yeah we did, a, yeah. We did a, a huge social media push on that house because uh-huh. it was like look it's a new area mm-hmm. it's a very very special house in an area we haven't worked before mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, money on that one well, when the highest is like you know in the high twos do you know what I mean that's a highest sell point and we're yeah. like okay now we got to sell it for like three seven whatever three seven fifty or whatever it were even mm-hmm. higher than three seven yeah 
it's like a little bit daunting so we had to get creative and I think the social media tool was really really helpful yeah and I've read that that's something that you and James look into is yeah. how, to, how to switch it up just slightly we do that a lot and mm-hmm. it's about you know it's about thinking outside the box how do we how, how we started obviously it's a highly competitive environment it's a high as, as you know now right mm-hmm. it's a highly competitive industry and we were you know we didn't have the experience when we first started and it was like how do we compete with the top guys because we didn't want to hit up the top market we were always about you know why don't we just go for the for the top you know why 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 don't we do that um, and the way we did that was to think outside the box we've continuously done that and that's what has enabled us to to, to progress did that video that aired was it all cell phone was a lot of it cell phone the whole social media tool. yeah the whole thing was it, yeah, the it whole so good. the whole thing was it looks so good on television. Yeah. Yeah. Sticks it, it as well. We had the sticks and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> that whole I thing was on it. our phones. It yeah, was so it was personable. Nice. It was so yeah. much fun. You got to, you got to feel like you really felt the the city. And that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Right? I love the part where um, you wrote. Uh, no need for a gym and kind of showed how Culver yeah. City is family friendly. The and dog park? Yes, the dog park. I put a doggy park. cam on my Bella, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maxie, the point is, if I put it on Maxie, she just, she just lies down. She doesn't move. So we just would have like, seen the sky or the top of a tree or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? From the doggy cam. But Bella on the, and Apple, she's too small. Uh-huh. It, would, it would weigh her down. But Bella, I knew it. She'd be so, she's such a good she sport. Running around, running around yeah. getting footage, mm-hmm. and it was very cute. But it's, uh, it's a great city, you know, and yeah. it's its own city, Culver City. So it's got its own police force, its own mm-hmm. fire department, you know, and, it's, and that that's really good. Mm-hmm. Like Beverly Hills, for example, I think that's really, really valuable. That was that is incorporated. Aside from the view, yeah, yeah, that was my biggest like realization about this area. Overlooked yeah. history it as totally well. You were talking that. about MGM Studios and oh, all the films yeah. that are filmed there. So much history that are, is overlooked as opposed to Hollywood. You don't realize Culver City has just as much history. So much. Yeah. And also the restaurants they've got now by the Arts District. There's so much going on. It's such a cool area. I have area. to say I only passed by Culver City on the 405. And then recently I went to an event in Culver City. I didn't know it was as trendy and hip as it is, which it's, I was really oh, yeah, surprised about. Is, yes. So really people is. are going to appreciate seeing your video on the show. I hope so. I was going to say, especially down Culver Boulevard, that's where a lot of your walking was, right? Yes, exactly. And it was like, wow, this place is like amazing. Mm -hmm. But not like just cool, like amazing. It's a spot. Yeah, I would live there in a heartbeat. I really would. (laughs) And I hadn't even really... I'd been there maybe once before Mm -hmm. we took this listing, but I just wasn't familiar with everything it had to offer. And it was just amazing. And then you see the view of the house. So it's worth 3.7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite James, yeah, James is a bit more bullish than uh, than, than I was. He said he's optimistic as you're realistic. More practical. It's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> David's like no comment right now. We'll talk about this but later. I was say that I did like to see the balance between work and family. Mm-hmm. Like with James's family and you with Adrian, mm-hmm. you all were out walking around really to show the lifestyle yeah. of Culver City. Yeah. And just to tie it back into Altman. Um, <laughs> you like doing he's that. Being, he's good. he's kidding, being kidding. pulled in many different directions, yeah. focusing more on work than he has on the wedding. I'm going back to you. How are you balancing? How are you finding that balance? Because I didn't answer it first time, did I? Like, <laughs> took me away. She's a good host. She's a good she host. She's really good. Uh, I apologize. Um, <laughs> we went to Italy and then France. Yes. We're getting excited so, about every other it's thing like, going on. So like, oh goodness, my ADD. Okay, so I, I, um, it's difficult. It's really difficult, and I struggle so much with that. Um, the wedding planning is one thing because that's almost like, you know, Adrian's doing a lot of that. We have mm-hmm. a wedding planner as well. So that's kind of compartmentalized, okay? 
Um, and then obviously work is 24 seven, literally, you know, from the minute I go to bed, from the minute I wake up in the morning. But, you know, just to get that downtime in the evenings, I don't know if I really get it, to be honest with you. I should, and you know, I should just put my phone away and, you know, let it go. But I find it really, really difficult. And, and, and you know, it's you can never really switch off and, and really connect on a personal level mm -hmm. if we're always engaged with our phone. And it's something I really have to work on. I'm not going to lie. I can yeah, understand it's, it's with a business struggle. you're in, if you miss a call, that's maybe a missed $100,000 commission. Right. In, in this kind of class that you're in, I guess, with this uh, housing what would you say, I guess, with luxury real estate? Yeah, yeah, with agency. And, and the thing is, it's like, you know, that's the point, you know. If if I had a call, I was shooting all day yesterday, for example, okay. And I had a missed call with a voicemail from a client who I hadn't spoken to before, leaving me a message saying he's thinking of listing his house in Bel Air and can I call him? Straight away, obviously, normally I would have been there to pick up the phone if I could, mm -hmm. right? But I called him back and it was like maybe 30 minutes afterwards. And that for me is a long time mm -hmm. to leave a, 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 a strong oh, lead yeah. like that. And I went and met him this morning and I was with him for two and a half hours and it went really well. But I just, you know, the point is, had I not called them back even in the 30, 30 minute period, had I left it like a day or something, I've already met with them for two and a half hours. Do you know what I mean? Right. Some people may not have even called them back yet. Mm -hmm. And I sent them the comps, I got the paperwork. So I think, you know, in this business, it's really important to, to be on it. But then, you know, how do you balance it out? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, if you could help me, I'd love to know. I'm struggling. <laughs> you know, right every now. now and then, like once every two to three months, I turn, it's so tough. I turn everything yeah. off for an entire that? 24 hours. No way. Yes. It's oh, so that's hard. He's and astonished. it's like, I, I've never been an addict or anything, but it's, it's kind of like that. You start to kind of... Start itching. Yeah. You do. You start itching for it. That is amazing. Like, I don't even know if I've made 24 whole hours, but I'll go to a spa I've for like six one, hours of the 24. day. Yeah, that's incredible. And I'll pick up a book, and it's like the best. It's an awesome 24 hours. I start from the night before. The next morning, I go to a spa for a couple of hours, and then come home, wind down, and turn my phone Everyone on Everyone has a better life than morning. me so far. We have spas, venues. I'm going <laughs> to grocery one. stores hey, right hey, now. Hey, hey, <laughs> Once every three months or so. I can't afford to do that once a month. But it's and it's like the first couple hours, I'm kind of, I'm, it's constantly on my mind. Who's calling me? Who's calling me? And then it's really liberating. It's like, oh, I know my phone is off today. And I tell the most important people that are going to be looking for mm -hmm. me that, hey, I'm off the grid. If you need me, here's the number to the spa. Uh, <laughs> not completely. Yeah. That yeah. was a little bit of a that's cheater. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting boy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's amazing. And I, I, I uh, admire you for being able to it's do tough. that. It's yeah. tough. It's really Isn't that really funny tough. that we, I actually do think that's tough in this day and age. We're like, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. How do you do it? I'm like that's how I actually do feel, though. They didn't no, even have cell is. phones before. Yeah, do you right. know what I, mean? I don't know. But I did say I because I I spend a lot of time with Adrian, my fiance, right, mm -hmm. and our dogs. But I was like, but I'm not there most of the time, you know, because I'm, I'm on my phone, right? Which is the yeah. truth, which is bad. Yeah. But I said that if it wasn't for the phone, she'd probably never see me because I'd be in the office the whole time. Right. That's mm -hmm. right. Do you know what I mean? So back in the day, before like the emails and and, and the cell phones, even. I guess you just got to be positioned in the office, right? With yeah. your fax machine. So then there's and the positive part of it. You can be more productive. So in that respect, it's really, it's really mm -hmm. good. But in a way, it's kind of like you're there, but you're not really there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about quality. Like yeah, sometimes you'll find right. with busy with parents who have multiple jobs or something, for instance, it's spending the quality time. So when they're home at dinner, they're focused on dinner. Yes. And then they go back to work. I think the best example of this is Josh Altman and Heather because 
Heather's always complaining about Josh always working mm-hmm. when they want to spend time on the wedding, but Josh is preferred to take a call. So I think we see this play hand in hand with these two all the time. And speaking on the real show estate, captures the industry so well. If, if you <laughs> miss that phone call, going back to what you were saying, David, if you miss that phone call, they could be calling another agency. They could and they be probably are. Yeah. And they probably are. I mean, ideally you want to pick up straight away because, you know, if you can speak to that client, then mm-hmm. if they really sense a good vibe from you, then it's unlikely. Yeah, they don't want to waste time making calls all day, right? So it's unlikely if they feel good about it, at least they'll meet you before they call the next agent, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I would absolutely... Yeah, they, it's likely. I mean, I put myself in their shoes. If I called, um, if I wanted to sell my house and I made a phone call, left a message, I'd probably call the next agent and speak mm-hmm. to them or leave a message to them as well. Right. And to connect that to Josh Flagg's property mm-hmm. at Montcalm. Well, that's a really cool property. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That missed phone call could have been a buyer saying, oh, well, you didn't answer. Let me go and move on to the next house that I'm interested in. For sure. So it's 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 making sure that you're on it. Yeah, and, absolutely. Or returning phone calls as soon as you can. Yeah, and again, it's just the balance. I mean, obviously, it's in our interest <laughs> to do the phone calls, but then the emails also. You have mm-hmm. a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Because what if they email you? Yeah. They haven't called you and they're emailing you about wanting to list their property. So it's like, okay, so it's either my phone's going to ring or I'm looking at my email. I mean, such is life, And right? when you establish this habit, mm-hmm. then your friends, your family, your clients, they expect that from you every single yep. time. Yep. So if you're not getting You're conditioning back, them, basically. Yeah, yeah. you are. And you know what's really interesting? I have an obsession with... I used to have an unread folder. So I set up an unread for unread emails uh, to go mm-hmm. into so I could see exactly what wasn't dealt with. And I was so OCD. I was looking the unread. I couldn't bear to see emails in my unread mm-hmm. folder. So that's even more of a reason just to go through. Yeah. Now I flag them. So I have a flags folder because it's even better. <laughs> and it's like, I, I hate having flagged emails. It's like, I need to get it done. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the whole thing's a bit. We have to follow up on the next email folder you make. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'll, you know what, I'll check back There's going to be a whole bunch of sections like divided. It's like Inception. <laughs> like it's each folder goes yeah. deeper down. Yeah. And it's, it's more and more or yeah. less and less. But that's awesome. It's crazy. That's right. I think it's just crazy. It is. It's crazy that we have it all here in this little thing. But I was going to say, it <laughs> if you want to really shower thought, <laughs> if it didn't work for you, you wouldn't do it. Right. So and it, and it really does work. And, and what I wanted to say is actually, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I have my Dropbox, I have my emails. And basically, I can do everything and anything from this phone. I don't even need a computer. Sometimes I'm in the office in front of my computer and I'm still on my phone. Do you know what I mean? I don't even look at my computer. That's how, that's how I am. And I wouldn't change it because I guess I'd rather be at home when I can mm-hmm. doing stuff than not being there at all. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. I like it. That's very good. I mean, like I said, it's efficient because it works for you. It does. Um, I was trying to see. And I've had a conversation with Josh Flagg about it as well. About efficiency or his systems? The way that he, yeah, his systems. We talk about our systems and compare our systems. It's so funny. Is it similar or very different? He didn't have the unread folder. He did something like, um, I think he, I can't remember. I think he forwarded them. We did something. Mm -hmm. I'm so in my mode. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't even remember what he did, but he did something. But yeah, we all have our systems. What's your system? Well, I get back. I'm still like right away. (laughs) What's that? I get back right away. I'm constantly, I'm constantly yeah. checking. Constantly. I'm still perfecting mine. I'm trying to, <laughs> to work on it. I have a lot of unread emails, but I make sure I get to the important ones. That's it. Priorities. Yeah. Prioritization, rather. Yep. 
Because I worked in television news where you have deadlines every day, and if you miss a source, they're going to call another reporter, or they're going to go to another network, or you're just not going to meet that deadline. So the minute they call you, you have to be there. Yeah, you really do. And you have to run with your camera and... You yeah, jumped you from an run, industry. You gotta run with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a camera guy. I That's even like, more intense. Yeah, you jumped from one industry that it was super important to be up to date on your yeah. phone and everything like that, and you jumped into another industry the mm-hmm. same way. It's insane. You don't I'm have seeing a break. so many similarities yeah. in like television journalism with crazy deadlines yeah. and real estate. So it's exciting. To kind so of you're bring obviously high energy. Yeah, there's something driving yeah. you mm-hmm. into uh-huh. that. Right? She's always got a smile. I have to knock on strangers' doors. Oh wow! You talked to the pro. Remember? We did that. We did that too. Yeah, yeah. It's very we used to do it up the whole time. Because how do you do it? It's like chicken and egg, right? It's James like, is saying that's how you guys got started. That's how we got started. Yeah. And you moved here nine years ago. I moved here coming up to eight years ago. Eight years. Yeah, ago. and that uh, was a tough. I'm guessing it was a well, tough we didn't time. Go straight into it. What I did is I actually bought a, a duplex and I convert. I, I remodeled it into a uh-huh. single family residence, which was be ready. It was ready, and I bought it in like 2010, so a year after I arrived. Okay. And then James and I listed it as our first listing hmm. in 2011. Oh, nice. Cool. And when yeah, I tell you, yeah. we like made the most out of that listing as far as <laughs> getting our name out there. There mm-hmm. must have been more That's open amazing. houses, more open house signs, yeah. more flyers, more leaflets, more e-blasts. More. Uh-huh. We like had, it was our chance, our time to shine over this house in West Hollywood that I built. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's and that, and then we would door knock, and we just had to do what we had to do to make it work. Because, mm-hmm. well, ask yourself a question: How are we going to compete? You know, with with people who are established. It's like I'm going to go to a listing meeting, right, with James, and we're going to, with no track record, nothing yeah. under our belt. Why on earth are they going to give us a listing when they can give it to like Mauricio or like right. you know one of the top um, agents out there? Um, so how we, do you prove yourself? Well, this is the thing. What we did is we thought, okay, we need to find deals because a developer doesn't give a damn. If you offer a developer a good deal, they're going to take the deal. They don't really care who you are. Chances are, if you do a good job, they'll give you the listing on the back end as well. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we started to really develop relationships with developers and we would go and find deals, whether we door knocked them or whether we just looked off market, on market, but just really scoured everything and offered them to these developers and we sold one in Bel Air for a lot of money. We represented the buyer and then we got called by another guy in Bel Air. It was like, Holy smokes, he was so funny this guy. <laughs> Did you really sell that teardown for six and a half million? We were like, Yeah. And he goes, Do you think you could sell my house for six and a half million? We were like, it just snowball yeah. effect. We were like, that was a referral, we that's like, how it works. Yeah, no, he saw, he was looking at the market, he oh. saw the sale we did. And then he was an ex agent as well. Gave us his listing, sold it. And then he gave us all his business. You can do it too. That's awesome. <laughs> you, you can, can do, do it too. Looking at the people, yeah. You can do it too. It's there, well, it's, so the market's inspired. more saturated now. The deals are like less frequent now mm-hmm. but they still exist it's just about looking for the opportunities that's really what it is how do we make it work and and, and the more deals we did the more track record we get and then now we stand a chance of getting listings that's awesome the way that you established established yourself so early yeah with that one just having as many open houses as you could yeah. just to get your name out there and you were Sending them around to all of the different agencies. Were you going and door knocking then and saying, "Hey, we're having this open house"? Yeah, I mean, we'd do that, but also, you know, we could utilize that listing in order to try and get other listings. So, if we're going to door knock, we could mm-hmm. go and knock on a door. There's so many different angles now. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, we have the listing up there. We're getting really good action, but maybe they're looking. Some of the people that walk through are looking for something more like your house. So, would you be interested in selling it? That's one angle to try and get a listing, or at least mm-hmm. you know, try and make a deal on their house. Another angle would be, for example, um, 
when we sold it, when it's an escrow, for example, this is our track record, this is what we do. Now we can blitz the whole of the community and the whole area of West Hollywood, which is where it was, mm -hmm. with just sold postcards, mailers. We started mm. to do a monthly newsletter. It's about really keeping up appearances. Yeah. And then whether it's subliminal at the beginning or not, it, it kind of just builds that. And let me tell you something, those monthly newsletters that we sent out when we first started, we have been sending out every single month up until now. Huh. Wow. That's we, awesome. all about consistency. That's what I was going to say. That's consistency. It. Every single month in five different areas. We sent it to Bel Air, Beverly Hills, Hollywood Hills, West Hollywood, and all, and, and, and all around, basically. So all the houses get us. Every, they see us every month. That's and awesome. They're, and they're informational. So it's not just like people have to be... In, they don't want, you don't want to send them a leaflet. They're sort of throw in the trash. Mm -hmm. You want to engage them. And we say, you know just listed properties just sold properties and then something that's going on in their area that it's going to engage mm -hmm. in. and that's our trick one of them anyway Okay. Well, thank you. I was going to say Sorry, that, that was thank a little you bit long-winded. Yeah. We're that just like <laughs> tell us more. Anyway, <laughs> that was girls. a bit long-winded. You know, this new it? agent and yeah. just sitting yeah. here. Yeah. But that's that's solicited a mentor for myself, right. you know. <laughs> I'm sure that I bet there's people listening get... too like, mm, month oh, yeah. listening up." Million Dollar it, Listing is just, it's such a fun show to watch and it's it really exciting is. for all the drama and it's so informational. People just love talking about real estate. You tell anybody you're into real estate and they they just start picking your mind and, and people just, do you see that everywhere you go? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously more now because you're on Million Dollar Listing, yeah. but is it, people have always been like that, huh? Yeah. Everyone wants to talk about real estate because chances are they live somewhere, whether it's an apartment, a house, yeah. a condo, right? So there you go. You're in the real estate game without even, you know, thinking you're in real estate. Real estate as well, you know, people work in offices, people work in retail. So we're always kind of in a building, do you know what I mean? And that's real mm -hmm. estate. So I think everyone can identify with it. When we're talking about what we do on, you know, the high-end houses, that's just like amazing mm -hmm. to see those anyone is like intrigued you know what I mean whether they're whoever they are anyone is going to want to see huge crazy we houses. ran out of adjectives on this show <laughs> I <Yeah>. know <laughs> I'm sure I'm that sure one you're... house was amazing it was incredible it yeah. was beautiful <laughs> that view like, I'm sure you already there's an answer to this question that we already know but what was the difference you know before the show to after the show is it just vastly wow you know yeah. another level yeah it is um, we so it's Business is really good, and the show 100% you know contributes and helps to that because mm -hmm. it's it's a it's an infomercial every single week. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's True. on for yeah. a quarter of the year. That's like you couldn't really buy that kind of advertising. So to have ourselves showcased out there because mm -hmm. we're being a realtor, you're a, you're basically a marketing company. Do you know yes. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's just you're how you're in the market and yep. sales, right? So to be <laughs> on. TV every week across so many countries in the world watched by millions of people that's some serious exposure and if I was hiring a real estate agent I think that would really help in the decision I made that, yeah. my, right. that my property could be on TV and that it's with a realtor that is on TV because the traffic to our websites mm -hmm. you know the press that we get, the exposure. So I think in that respect, it's it's amazing. It really is. It's so when I Bravo pushed you, you must have been like, uh, yes, I'll join that show. <laughs> they already had a track record at that time. Yeah, you joined maybe like what was it, seventh or sixth season? We joined in season seven, exactly. So even more so, it was yeah. like, like when Madison and Josh Flagg started out. It wasn't really like you know, it wasn't a show at that time. Mm -hmm. 
so but to be uh, to, to, to be coming in in a successful show that I actually watched myself on season 7 huh, that's know? cool that's awesome it's yeah. like whoa it's like straight in there you know I remember San Francisco one of the realtors I want to say his name was Sanjay mm. he's uh, Indian he's on San Francisco Million Dollar Listing and I remember him he said on his Instagram before he even got approached by Bravo he said future Million Dollar Listing San Francisco uh, <laughs> realtor yeah, yeah that was actually quite that's talking about telling the future right that was pretty cool actually. that was yeah. pretty cool I have future late night host I'm waiting for my thing well, we don't leave the vision for it yeah 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 let me make it very clear I never thought in a million years I'd be on Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles it I mean I couldn't just yeah, that's that came impressive to you. that Roe could that's do that that's amazing yeah. but piggybacking yeah. off of what yeah, you were Ro. saying Natalie about um, showing the good and the bad mm -hmm. like we saw in this episode so when you much drama came back from visiting your family yes James had taken or taken in a listing appointment with what was their name Romy Ronnie Omri yeah. and how do you say EL yeah yeah okay yeah uh, at, for the property in Culver City yeah he got a call while I was in London um yeah, for a listing appointment. Yes. What are you going to get into the drama? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little bit into <laughs> okay, the drama. Let's do now. that. Why not? I mean, it's there, yeah. And just seeing how even the three developers had differing opinions of what they thought the listing price would be. One of them said 4.2. Yeah, 4.2, yeah. 3.5, and 3.7. What about the one that threatened to throw me in the pool? <laughs> that was, <laughs> was, that was a lot about. You yeah. said it so straight I was watching it and For I was 3. just 2, so you can shocked. turn around and I'll get you in the pool. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, are I'm hilarious. Like, they are so funny. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're just funny, you know. Maybe, I mean, I think I really pissed him off, to be honest with you. I'm Iranian, so I can relate I, to this kind of attitude. <laughs> 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 These guys don't play around. Did you think it was funny when it was happening, or is it funny now going back and watching it? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. Now that's, you're still like, is he gonna? Now that I know, no, really? Because now shocked. that I know I'm safe and I wasn't gonna, and I didn't get thrown in the pool. Yeah, it's hilarious. When I watched it back, it's like, oh god, that is very funny. But the way those three like scream over each other, yeah. it's like, my heart madness. just sank. I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? How did this? How did this gr like escalate? So I was surprised yeah. they didn't have a price that they all wanted right. to work with. Yeah. It was like they both just talked about it right then. What are you, 4.2, are we talking two weeks ago? 3.5, 3.7. They doing themselves. And that was going to be my question to you about you yeah. and James, how you walk into a listing appointment. Do yeah. you have that conversation beforehand? Because it seems like you were taken off guard. Yeah, I mean, we do, you know, we normally we can do comps but when you go to like there were no comps right. that's there's the nothing thing. like it's it like, in Culver City what are we dealing with you know James's argument is it's a one off and it's unique and we should just do it for the relationship and just go for it mm -hmm. mine is like I don't want to over promise and under deliver do you know mm -hmm. what I mean mm -hmm. so we're kind of in a predicament here I was upset with James because he kind of like went for the 3.72 whatever it was before I even had a chance to speak and I think right. that's kind of what irritated me and then we obviously we have the open house and with the brokers all saying this is crazy overpriced yeah. and it's like oh god and you know coming back from London I just wanted to get back into yeah. it mm -hmm. and not have to deal with extra stuff do you know what I mean so I guess one thing just built up with stress and pressure and the uncertainty and I guess mm -hmm. let me just well we're off. glad to hear that <laughs> London, London everything went well everything went well yeah my brother's yeah. doing really well he's uh He's had his surgeries, he's had his radiation now, um, his hair's grown back, he looks great. Um, we heard he's a handsome guy. <laughs> he really is, yeah. He, he's the handsome brother. And actually, I've got... Um, I saw on your Instagram, I posted, you posted yeah, a birthday. It was, his birthday. Yeah. it was his birthday a couple of days ago in yeah. London, and he looked amazing. I mean, he's the best. I love that him so much. makes me so happy to hear. You know, at the end of the show, we do, we do predictions, mm -hmm. and two weeks ago when James was here... Um, 
I, I had a moment with him and I was like, I'm going to predict that your brother's going to get better and Thank he's going to get healthier. And um, that episode was just, it touched me. And yeah. It was a tough episode to watch, but I've, because I've been in a room where you've gotten that news and it's the most difficult thing in the world. Yeah. But it's the most exciting thing in the world when you start getting good, positive news. And I'm yeah. just, I'm so happy. He's Michael's doing great. Doing well. It's just amazing. He kind of like defies everything as mm -hmm. far as like, what he's been through emotionally, physically, treatment-wise, and he's just, he's the best. Staying yeah. positive and doing yeah. well. Yeah. Well, please yeah. tell him happy belated birthday from us. I will do. <laughs> Thank you very much. He's coming out here in a couple of weeks, so. Is I'm he going to be okay. on any future episodes? I, I would like to think so. I mean, he's coming out, so uh, we might have to get the cameras out, and I'm moving into a new house in like oh, three congrats. weeks. So thank you. Yeah. So he's going to come stay. And uh, hopefully we can, you know, we can cover some of that towards the end of the season. I picture an episode where y'all are hitting the town, the three brothers. Because yeah. Dave was saying he's his brother. <laughs> so yeah. I can see y'all hitting Beverly Hills, like, partying your ass off. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I asked James when he was here. I said, you two are like brothers. And he goes, like brothers? We are brothers. We used to live together, actually. Um, when we were younger as well. So and my brother was there too because it was our family oh, house. Cool. So yeah. we so really were like family. that. Yeah, yeah. our family. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> we go back. Uh, we go way back. <laughs> and that's how you can have like disagreements. Yeah. Like with the house. We argue the whole time. It. Yeah. It's like that's nothing. <laughs> that's that's awesome. like, if you think that is bad, you should see what we do. But it's not like you know. It's not malicious. It's not like yeah. you know. It's yeah. nothing that's going to end us. It's just. You know, with the pressures and disagreements, the chances are we're going to do stuff that annoys the other one, you know. But the point is, at the end of the day, you know, we run a really successful business. We trust each other 100%. And that's, you know, that's what's important, you know. The little bickering and the disagreements in between. I mean, look, that's, that's just life. I think that's probably quite healthy mm -hmm. because, you know, at least you can get out what you want to say. Whether you're right or wrong, one way mm -hmm. or another, it's, it's out there, you know. And then... What would you say the benefits are uh, in real estate of working with a partner? I think that this business, actually, I just texted James today because we, we've got a few things <laughs> going on and it's like, um, wait a minute, yesterday it was a completely different situation to what it is today and yeah. this mm -hmm. deal looks good and now it looks terrible and that deal looked bad and now it looks good and mm -hmm. this phone call's come in and that <laughs> looks good. So it's the biggest roller coaster ever, yeah. this business. It's just the way it goes, do you know what I mean? Because we're doing deals and it, things go wrong, things go right. Mm -hmm. When things go right, they all go right. When things go wrong, they all go wrong. Right. Having a partner for me is basically a way to balance that out because if one of you are down, the other one's typically up. And when one of you are up, down. And when you're both up, great. But it basically means that the chances of being down and struggling, you know, deals falling through and deals not happening, when there's two of you, you're halving that likelihood. Do you see mm -hmm. what I mean? So you're kind of spreading the risk a little bit, but a little less. Sorry, mm -hmm. you're spreading the risk more so that it's less likely to hit you that bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also, you know, having a partner to bounce off ideas from and work off each other. And the reality is, you know, we do a lot of deals together. We go to listing meetings together. Um, you know, we trust each other and we, we, we really know each other. So we can stand in a room and we can be on a listing meeting and we can know what the other person's thinking. We can play off each other and that client will just like it and the energy's mm -hmm. right and they're getting two for the price of one as well. True. Right. Yeah, so it's good. And I really want to work on my own. I think it would be a bit lonely, but <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Yeah, it's always nice. Like, I, I work at Nest Seekers. 
Yeah. And so I'm always in a collaborative environment, but it's not necessarily a partnership. Yeah. So. Well, that's yeah. The agency's like that as well. So yeah, maybe that that that's the same kind of idea, mm-hmm. just maybe not as intense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's nice that you have somebody even in the next at the next desk who you can turn around and say, "Hey, is this a good idea or not?" Yes. Or something for sure. like that. And for then sure. My question was going to be. In real estate, we're always told to manage your clients' expectations, but do you also have to do that with each other? Like when you walk into a listing appointment, for instance, the expectation is, yes, we're going to get the listing, mm. but we don't want to overprice ourselves. We don't want to overprice the property. Which we're is, talking about yeah. this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well tied back. <laughs> we're tying it back to <laughs> season really nine, good. episode five. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's important, and we have to be on the same page. And sometimes one of us is gonna, you know, jump forward without kind of agreeing with the other, with one of one not agreeing. And obviously, we know what each other are thinking. In that case, James obviously knew what I was thinking, and he, I obviously knew what he was thinking. And I guess it was just you know getting caught up in the moment, and that's just basically what can happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. But. At that point, it's kind of like, okay, now we got to make the most of the situation. And then you're getting, like, thrown all this stuff from all the brokers saying it's overpriced. It's like, oh, God. But, you know, whatever. We, I don't want to, you know, we always typically sort our issues out. Yeah. Will we sell a property? I don't know. you after, what is it, episode six, you'll find <laughs> out, right? But I can tell you right now, it's a crazy journey. It's a crazy journey to a conclusion on, on this story. So next week. We'll find out. Legit, like really, yeah. Then I'm gonna hit you up and I'm gonna be like, David, yo. <laughs> I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's a dramatic ending to a dramatic story. We find out next episode. Yeah, and at All least right. you're alive. We know from those three guys. <laughs> you weren't thrown that's, in a pool. That's a very good point. Just about. Felt like somebody's left. Just about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. There's your insight. Oh, they did show some previews of drama. Yeah, I was going to say about... Oh, I just lost my train Oh, you talking about the mid-season... Yeah, they showed that. The sizzle, the super tease, yeah. Yeah. This season is really intense. It's probably the most intense season that certainly I've been part of. You know, from obviously the personal stuff and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and also what we're doing with these listings. And, you know, there's an episode where we... It was actually um, in episode two, Little St. Ives. You remember mm-hmm. St. Ives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we walked up to the other property that was yes. under construction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be revisited. Oh, yeah. And that Good. client, yeah, that client will, will come up. And the story around that is really engaging and compelling. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Open houses. That was insane. so aggressive. I loved it. <laughs> Which one? I loved it. That was not trespassing. That was called aggressive. <laughs> you announced yourself. That yeah. is not trespassing. That's true. When some you people, announce yourself. Some people stalk, you know, <laughs> ex girlfriends and boyfriends. We stalk houses. Yeah. That's what we do, especially when it's two doors down from one of our listings. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like You're right bigger. there. Yeah. Go check it out. So that's a that's a really good one. And we um we throw some serious events as well, mm-hmm. which is is really amazing. We're kind of known for doing that, and one of them is just two of them are just events out like of parties. Yeah, we saw a little around bit around yeah. selling yeah. a property. Two of them are amazing, um, and there's a lot of drama, and it's completely organic. It's and it's not just you know the Josh drama. It's 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 other drama with it, it surrounds the listing. Put it this way: this co list we took on. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. never in a million years 
had thought that it would work out the way it did. Ooh, okay. interesting. But beyond, it was like the opposite times ten. Huh. Okay. And I won't say anymore. Okay. okay. We're gonna have to Let's bring you guys two events. Yeah. And I'm being like legitimately serious. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I'm interested in that, but I have to say, <laughs> you okay, just have to wait for episode. Yeah. yeah now I want to see already. <laughs> okay. I like to big yeah. gap in between seeing it. But look, if there's ever drama, mm. I'm really good at starting drama. <laughs> I'll show up. I'll be like that hideous ass dress. <laughs> Who's that guy? He's trying to plug himself he again. Goes everybody. Of, he goes to a lot of grocery stores around here. Yeah. <laughs> we see him all the time in the produce section. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. um, but just if I could circle back, you mentioned the journey that you and James have been on in real estate. Are there yeah. any more? Are, are there any past? events that have really like stuck with you mm-hmm. like listings or open houses or anything like that that really so make many. you go there's so many and the more we do i'm talking about like events and like you know thinking mm-hmm. outside the box the more difficult it becomes to think outside the box mm-hmm. again because you know there's only so many amazing ideas and we don't want to repeat ourselves we also don't want to go back to being conventional brokers do you know what i mean yeah. so we got to be creative on all of the events that we're holding. Um, my favorite one, actually, excluding what you're probably going to see this season, would be the Burning Man open house. Oh, my God. That, we yeah. held that was a lot of drama in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season eight. That was, that was amazing. That mm-hmm. was so cool. And mm-hmm. it was so much fun as well. And then he went missing. Right. That's what I remember. <laughs> and then somebody was living in there. And someone was living there, and the dog nearly attacked. And the agent mm-hmm. was outside, and she was a little bit mad. And I was like, "No, no, what are these guys going to do?" It was just non-conventional. Yeah, it was just that crazy, like, "Oh my god, we have just thrown an epic party. We can now sell this house, but we can't get hold of the owner." Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. But obviously, it came together. Right. But that was an epic. It eventually epic worked event. out. Everything eventually just works out. Or not. I never missed a deadline in my life. It always somehow <laughs> comes together. It does. You're right. It, it does. Things have a way of working yeah. themselves out. Just like Manny. I mean, you were on marketing $50,000 oh, into the budget. Yeah. And then, uh, what is it? Then all of a sudden, somebody's leasing the house. Kelsey's like, what he says goes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, that so happens. Be nervous. But happens. we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. We will. And I was going to say, and that's just real estate. Sometimes, you know, you have to hit the pause button Mm -hmm. and then pick it back up and then it it goes just as smoothly Mm -hmm. the next time. I agree. I agree. Take a time out, right? Mm -hmm. It's true. And and there's only, the thing is, I guess in life in general, right, there's only so much that I can speak for me. I don't want to speak for anyone else. There's only so much I have control over right and there's so much mm-hmm. that I don't have control over I can control my behavior mm-hmm. I can control can't even control my thoughts but I can control how I react from them right but there's so many factors in doing deals in life that I have no control mm-hmm. over and I guess it's just learning to like let it go not let, take it personal know what I can control and know what yeah. I can't control mm-hmm. don't try and control what I can't control because I'll drive myself crazy with worry yeah. which I typically do and the amount of mm-hmm. energy that I personally spend worrying and being anxious it's just it's, I know the logic behind it, but it's just difficult to kind of break out of that. You know what right. I mean? It's just a learned behavior that I've been doing for years. So I think if I could do anything to better myself, it would just be to try and worry less and just try and really, you know, throw out, throw in the towel and, mm-hmm. and give up on stuff that I have no control over and, you know, learn to. 
And will we see any instances of that later on in the season? Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, every, every deal, every episode, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There's an element of that. And I guess whenever we get stressed out about something, we can only do what we can do. And, and it just goes in general for every deal we're doing. In Manny's case, listen, Manny wants to lease his house out. Okay, that's his decision. We mm -hmm. can't tell him not to do what he wants to do. You have no control over Right, that. so what we're going to do is we're going to get a good tenant. And guess what? When the tenant moves out, we're going to market it again. And we're just going to keep going. And when it closes, that would be the right time that it was meant to happen. And it's just, you know, mm -hmm. that's all we can do. Right. Really? I have a quick question. I have a fun question, actually. I thought about this one. Uh, so James is out of town, for instance. And you get approached <laughs> for a listing. Okay. $10 million in Beverly Hills. Do I keep it for myself? I would say two, <laughs> two miles, two miles off Rodeo, mm. whichever area you want out, out of there, and then Just throwing it out there. You know, <laughs> he says you need to list, you need to co-list it with either Altman or Flag, because every other agent is out of town, and right. we're in Beverly Hills, right in that yeah. area. So I mean, if you want to go by who is better in the area, but who do you go with to co-list? Well, I thought that was going to be a difficult question. Okay. Until you said Altman or Flag. <laughs> <laughs> Do Who's I need to answer flag? that? You don't have to. It's just a fun question I thought no, of. No, I mean, it's, I thought it was obvious. Flag, he's okay, a good yeah. friend. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Allman is... I don't mind Allman. It's just that we don't have a relationship. Whereas okay. with, with Flag, both James and I have a relationship with him. We're friends. He's a cool guy. In fact, we're going to New York next week. He's so oh, cool. He's so sweet. We go to New York next week, right, for Watch What Happens Live. So we get an email. He's staying at the Plaza Hotel, right? We're staying at, like, the Carlisle, okay? So he basically sends an email. He goes, um, are we okay? No, we're good. Oh, I thought I had a buzz. No, no, um, no. That's no. The door. They're here for me, please. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I was in the club. I can't control myself. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, guys, completely clear your calendar, your schedule, after we film Watch What Happens Live. I've booked a limo, to, a stretch limo, That's to take awesome. us around with, that is awesome. with pizza. We're going to go to FAO, FAO Schwartz. Oh, my gosh. And then we're going to go back to the Plaza Hotel and watch the elections. He goes, I want to do exactly the same as Home Alone 2. Recording. That <laughs> oh is pretty God. freaking He's cool. He's so sweet. And oh then he goes, awesome. so we were like, sure, we'll, we'll do that. Amazing idea. That's my favorite movie as well. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I love it. It'll come up to Christmas for making me excited. <laughs> um, so that's just Flag, you know. He's a sweet guy. And his fiance his now mm -hmm. fiance Bobby yeah. who's, who's, who's so nice like really really good guy he did it for him because he was like Bobby always wanted to stay at the plaza and do that and he wants and to bring him along, along his pals That's James so and David so much fun he's just a sweet guy you know he's a, he, he has a heart and he cares and, yeah. and he goes out of his way which we see that he cares a lot in each episode he has a big heart and mm -hmm. a lot of emotions he really does Speaking of fun, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> of fun. speaking of fun, I read about your honeymoon plans, yes, <laughs> and part of it includes partying with friends. Why? Why hasn't? Why haven't? Why, why don't people think of that? <laughs> why haven't that so cool? Yeah, yeah that we're going so crazy. Cool. Yeah, so we're going to do it in France. So we're going to like Mykonos. You just want to have fun. It's like yeah. rather than just do a conventional honeymoon whereby we go off on our own, which we will to do at the end of it. But we were like, let's start it off with our friends. You know, let's go to Mykonos and have a you know party afterwards like an after party and then you know be with our friends enjoy everyone's company and then we'll go off for maybe a week on our own just yeah. week awesome. more babies let's just do it <laughs> <laughs> starting starting your marriage off right yeah it's, it's like a big party it's a big what two week party you're yeah. saying I think so yeah yeah. yeah. I think, I think like it's gonna be two fun. weeks then again cool you're idea. gonna be like ah oh, let's just go somewhere else now yeah. we're gonna do a venue a little thing <laughs> oh let's go here now alright why not that's <laughs> That's the plan. That's awesome. Well, yeah. that so I guess we'll just jump into predictions with that one. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, this is our prediction music. Fanciness going. I like it. Does anybody want to start? Go for it. Okay. Well, I think, like I predicted last week, that this relationship with Josh and Bobby is going to go swimmingly. Um... <laughs> I'm actually very interested. It's not a prediction. I'm just very interested to see your co-listing with Madison, with you, James, and Madison, and see how that's mm-hmm. going to go. Because for the for the longest time, I've been a fan of Madison, and I'm interested to see Look. if it doesn't. The dream. I was not about to say it. I was trying. I'm interested in when you were talking before. <laughs> when you were talking before, David's I was in like, my head. I can't say anything. Oh no, maybe that's it was. I'm you. not saying it was to do with that. Could have been a different code. I know. Ooh. That's just where my yeah. mind went. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> Bravo's really taught you. Egamon, then pull back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> yeah. So those are my two. I have a question. Yes. Are we seeing this wedding? Uh, well, I mean, it wouldn't be Will this season. Be you got Josh Altman's That's this right. season. I, I can't right. speak for next season. I don't know. There may or may not be cameras. Maybe, maybe, I'm going yeah. to predict there will be some cameras. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way away, but it'll be cool. Yeah. We'll see. And I'm, we'll I'm going to keep saying that I'm keeping your brother in my prayers and in my positivity and in, in my thoughts, and he's going to be 100% solid. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm going to go with the fact, um, I'm going to stick to this real estate game. I'm going to say that you're going to sell a house to the guy who leased from Manny. That will be nice. <laughs> okay. Obviously, my prediction is Or I could just be very good at, like, covering things up. I don't True. know. Well, yeah. David, Bravo sent you to David, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been so great having you. Let everybody thank know where you. you can be found on social media. At David Bond Street. And that's my Instagram. At D Pons is my Twitter. And David Pons is my Facebook. All right. Thank you, guys. Nick, where can everybody find you? You can find me, Nick Marty 13. That's M A R D I 13. Natalie? And I'm Natalie Tavidian. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me everywhere. Like, everywhere. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Again, I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. Don't forget to comment below, like us on YouTube, and you can find us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.